a boy born in the Netherlands who could have grown up and contributed his ideas and talents to the world and inspired others to lead with kindness took an unexpected turn. This young man had the opportunity to study at the University of Amsterdam. His life and career was ahead of him at the time of his graduation. Imagine having a promising career and working your way up to managing director and yet lured to join a multi-level marketing company. And after the team you built crumbled, you continued to work for technology companies such as IBM and Dell. But when your wife joined another MLM, you came up with a way to leverage the dream for your own financial gain. Meet the notorious Ted W. Newton. This is his story. Hey there, cats and kittens. My name is Alonda Carter, and I am the Recovering Hunbot. Today, my notorious series continues with the fifth installment. Anyone speaking out against multi-level marketing, direct sales, network marketing, social selling, or whatever name you want to slap on that structure is typically characterized as a hater. To make it simple, I use the term multi-level marketing just so that we're clear about semantics, although there's many different labels this type of structure can have. Now, I've heard that people will say those who criticize this industry just aren't happy and they claim that we're just all a bunch of miserable losers. Well, guess what? I have a very happy life. Thank you very much. And I'm doing just fine in a regular job because I do have one of those. I'm not a full-time YouTuber. And for some reason, some people seem to think that I am. Nope. It's a hobby. But what I want you to think about is if you have to personally attack someone and defend the industry you are in, that should be a red flag. My concern is that there are people who do not do their due diligence before joining an MLM and end up losing money and time. The FTC references how most people lose money. This is based off of the research of the late Dr. John Taylor. I'll put a link to his research and my sources in the description. Please do not send any hate to anyone involved in MLM or to Ted or anyone mentioned or any of the companies mentioned in this video. Be kind to each other and to me in the comment section. Remember, I'm a critic of this industry, and I don't like the fact that there are people being taken advantage of time and time again. Now, Ted and his wife have been very successful, but this is not the norm highlighting the aberrations to show people that they can make real money in an industry I find problematic. These MLM companies have so much data, but they don't share it publicly. For example, we don't know how long it takes for someone to reach a particular rank. We don't know how long someone can hold that rank. We don't know what the attrition rate is. We don't know what someone is spending on product or service versus their income from this opportunity, to name a few. Dr. William Keep and Peter Vandernat developed a model in 2002. If applied, reveals if distributor financial rewards come primarily from recruit or from sales outside the distributor network. Keep that in mind as we move forward in this video. My hope is that with this series, you will come to see there is a wide range of people involved in this industry 
Some, I would allege, are professional scammers who have been at it for decades and others are just trying to make a buck because they believe in the dream so very much. This video is based on my research experience and opinion. Please do your own research if you are ever considering joining a multi-level marketing company. And now let's get on with Ted's story. Ted was born in July of 1958 and he is from the Netherlands. According to his LinkedIn profile, Ted is a passionate, mature, direct selling professional that thrives in a fast paced, energetic environment and enjoys building relationships in a collaborative team. In 1993, Ted was introduced to the world of network marketing through NSA, AKA Juice Plus. Ted and his wife both signed up. According to Ted, he was able to sign up 20 people very quickly. He says for him, it was easy because he knows a lot of people. He admits that not everyone who joined his team were able to duplicate his results. Over time, his team fell apart, but he still had a conventional business. In 2007, his wife was approached by someone they knew about another health MLM that was brand spanking new. His wife joined Vima. P.S. Vima was shut down in 2015 by the FTC for engaging in deceptive practices and pyramid scheming. After his wife, Deanie Norlander, joined Vima, Ted had access to the list of the top earners for the company. Allegedly, he posted this list on a small website to show people that the MLM business model is legit and works. He also posted the income of the top earners of other MLM companies. In just a few short weeks, Teddy Boy was getting traffic from around the world on his little site. He made the decision to expand the website and have it professionally created. The Business for Home Foundation was founded by Ted and his wife, Deanie, in 2007. Ted claims that the data he provides is used to show MLM prospects the income possibilities in the world of MLM. You know what his data doesn't show? Attrition for one. Nor has he published anything that verifies the income claims. In a comment on an article on Behind MLM, Ted State's top earners say their success is the result of their personal development, you know, reading books such as Think and Grow Rich. A comment Ted made on a Behind MLM article I found interesting. I'm just going to read part of it. I love the MLM network marketing industry and put my reputation in it. You try to kill the industry working under an anonymous profile and a MLM haters attitude. Yes, Ted, we know you love MLM. Your website promotes this type of business after all. But the fact he leans into the concept of haters to me illustrates that he cannot step back and critically examine why there are people like myself that find problems with this business model. Some issues include the need to recruit and the dependency on buying products to be active so that people may have the honor of being paid a commission after working their butts off. Overall, I would say Teddy Boy has fallen victim to the fairy tale, and I would bet dollars to donuts if someone is not successful, he blames them. And yet, he straight up admitted he knew a lot of people when he started. Things that just kind of point out the obvious 
having a large network benefits those who join MLM. And then they perpetuate the overall fantasy. Back in 2013, Ted joined Empower Network. Allegedly, this company was a gifting scheme. It was an online blogging community that had education products that were offered to online marketers, entrepreneurs, startups, and home-based businesses. Basically, you signed up as an affiliate and then signed up other affiliates. In essence, these affiliates were paying each other a monthly subscription fee of $125 to write a blog. In 2017, Empower Network went bankrupt. A man by the name of David Wood had kept the company afloat. Often I find comments on articles at Behind MLM to be really enlightening. For instance, the author Oz on an article about Empower Network states, This was published by David Wood on Facebook today. Goal by the end of 2013, $1 million a month in personal affiliate income between Dave Sharpie and I, 10 people at $250,000 a month, 30 total at $100,000 a month or higher, 100 total at $30,000 a month or higher. Right now, this is approximately three to five times our current size. Think about it like this. To hit this, we need to move from having 100,000 customers to around 350,000 to 500,000, from $1.6 million a week in sales to 5 million a week in sales. From 500 people joining a day to 2,500 joining a day, we can do this, trust me. Fast forward a few months from 2,500 joining a day to 11 billion joining a day, we can do this. I've invested in a spaceship. FTC, where are you at, son? According to an article published in 2015 on Behind MLM, Ted is the owner of Direct Selling Global News Limited. The article goes on to say that Direct Selling Global News Limited was the entity behind Bitcoin economy. Bitcoin economy offered a subscription training course to become a Bitcoin expert, depending on the level you paid $25 to $95 a month for access to these courses. And then you could sign up affiliates under you. In turn, they can sell the subscription training as well. There are also other costs, but I'm just not going to go down that rabbit hole. And as far as I can tell, this business is defunct because the URL doesn't work. And now back to Business for Home to see what Ted has going on there. Perhaps you think it's just a blog, but no, there's more. Here's what you can get from Ted's baby. For one, you can sign up for a free Business for Home newsletter. Two, from the Companies tab, you can add a company through the Add a Company link and seek to be published by selecting the Get Published link. The Get Published link lets us know that you can pay $1,500 to have an article published. The website states that they do not accept every inquiry and to contact Ted before hitting that PayPal button. So anytime you see an article published, you can bet your bippy that the distributor paid for it. Isn't that a bit dishonest? Then again, this is not what I would say is real journalism where the reporter finds a story. It is a bit problematic to take what Ted site says as fact. There's no way to verify if all of these articles are paid for. And yet he claims that MLM is a great way to earn an honest living with unlimited potential. More MLM fantasy dribble, in my opinion. Three, you can apply to become a recommended distributor. 
through the Top Earners tab, you can submit your direct sales income to be featured as a top earner, which requires a screenshot of your back office for the last month. I guess it doesn't matter that you can, you know, earn less over time. I mean, it's, you're just doing this one time, really? And Ted lets you know that your earnings will be published as estimated without any source info after the validation. So you're just sending in a screenshot and you're good. It's not verified through the company. Okay. Nice way to fool people in my opinion. Then there is the small print and lets you know that these results aren't typical. And it includes this sentence. They worked very hard, are network marketing professionals, well-educated, driven, skilled, and do not give up. That last part about not giving up is typical MLM rhetoric. So that when you don't succeed, you can just blame yourself because you gave up. The website tells us Business for Home has four revenue streams. A paid subscription would be the fourth thing you can get from Ted's site. This paid subscription model is one of the four revenue streams. The link, though, doesn't provide any information. According to an entry on Behind MLM, allegedly Ted charges people up to $4.95 a month or a one-off of $77 for the Inner Circle subscription access to his blog. A word of caution, though. According to the FAQs, if you get a subscription, you can't get a refund if you cancel it. A second revenue stream is their interviews. According to Behind MLM, to have a spotlight story, Business for a Home says you need to have a great story. But according to Behind MLM, what you really need is to pay them $36,000. Behind MLM also states, in exchange for $36,000 a year, Business for Home will post to its website at other social media websites under its ownership and control, feature articles referred to as in the spotlight articles. And in the spotlight article is a feature of BFH website that highlights a direct selling company in a positive manner. BFH will coordinate the publishing of all in the spotlight articles and features. Articles are defined as positive and non-disparaging information and reviews concerning company. Such articles shall be published through the BFH website and to recipients in the BFH newsletter database. A minimum of four articles per month, which could be produced in cooperation with company's marketing department. BFH will provide company with an opportunity to review the content prior to publishing. Company will have seven business days to review and approve all articles. The contract can either be paid annually at $36,000 or monthly at $4,000 a month, which annually is $48,000. Furthermore, there are prohibited publications on business for home, according to Behind MLM. Prohibited publications. BFH shall not publish or cause to be published any negative, disparaging, or false articles, opinions, or other statement regarding company to BFH-owned, operated, or maintained websites, newsletters, or other media during the term of this agreement and for a period of one year after termination of this agreement. No negative articles, no negative opinions, no negative statements whatsoever. 
a complete whitewash. Individuals can purchase a similar service for $1,500 investment, which gets them an in-depth review or interview. This is the publishing policy of one of the largest, if not the largest, MLM blogs out there. It's pretty depressing. As to how many companies are paying Ted $36,000 a year for coverage, I have no idea. Google AdWords, now known as Google Ads, is the third revenue stream, but the link does not work and Business for Home doesn't provide additional information. Overall, this means that Business for Home uses a form of brief advertising copy with keywords that are displayed on Google web pages and partner websites called publishers after matching their content with the keywords. Similar to AdSense on YouTube, this is a pay-per-click type of revenue stream. Investors, venture capital, and network marketing buy-in is the fourth revenue stream, and it offers you a way to buy into Business for Home. According to the Business for Home website, management buy-in refers to a corporate action in which an outside manager or management team purchases an ownership stake in a network marketing company, but leaves the existing management team in place. This type of action can occur when a company appears to be undervalued or has challenges. Usually, the new team will be led by a network marketing executive with significant experience. To me, this sounds like an MLM could theoretically invest in business for home, and then there would be this benefit to self-promote. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just kind of smells to me. The content Ted's business creates is pushed to MLMs via social media, and the coverage is only positive and it's paid for. Now, is that actually a way to show people that the MLM industry is legit? Let me put it to you another way. Ted is trying to show people that there are people making money with MLM. Now, I'm confident there are over 100 MLMs on the planet, but let's just say there's 100, and each one of them has 400,000 members. That would mean that there would be a total of 40 million people involved in multi-level marketing. As of this recording, there are 4,351 names on the recommended distributor list with their income displayed. 1% of that 40 million would be 400,000. And so you're telling me that out of those 40 million distributors, not even 5,000 of them are listed? Granted, I know you have to pay to be listed, but if it's such a great idea to be a part of you know, the TED team and so many people can make such great money, you'd think there'd be a lot more names. I mean, just doing a little bit of math, it just seems very suspicious. It's not even anywhere close to 1%. It seems a bit dishonest to me to highlight such a small fraction of people in an industry in an attempt to legitimize it with prospects. Now, how in the world does our boy Ted relate to OneCoin since he's part of the Notorious series, you ask? Well, great question. The first article about OneCoin on Business for Home was published April 1st of 2015. 
In this article, Ted reported one coin's purchase of Conlingus, I never can say it right, which was owned by the Steinkiller brothers. The Steinkiller's team was one dream team, and they attracted others who were able to recruit, such as Igor E. Alberts. If you want to know more about the Steinkiller brothers or Igor E. Alberts, I made videos on both of them already. Allegedly, since April of 2015, Business for Home has published about one coin. And this has happened through at least 2018. The articles, though, tended to be PR pieces about the Steinkillers downline. After the Steinkillers left one coin, Ted started highlighting Igor E. Alberts. According to Behind MLM, Ted appeared in at least one marketing video for OneCoin that pretended to be an interview. Now, in case you don't know, the founder of OneCoin is Ruja Ignatova. In 2017, she disappeared. She was supposed to appear at an event, but she never showed up. This news, along with the various regulatory warnings, the lack of a blockchain, the arrests of OneCoin members, never were published by Ted. Ted continued to push the fairy tale of people making money with OneCoin. These days, Ted is promoting Success Factory DagCoin, and who's a part of this? Well, Iger E. Alberts is, and at one time, so was Kari Walrus. Yes, I have a video about Kari. He was part of the whole OneCoin thing, too. He certainly has featured Igor quite a few times in Business for Home. And if there is anyone who has the money to pay for a spotlight interview, it's Igor. I think it is certainly possible that OneCoin became an investor for Business for Home. And perhaps Success Factory DagCoin has, too. Ted does not reveal his various investors, which I find problematic. The lack of transparency certainly makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Business for Home also lists various events. Recently, the Virtual Home Business Growth Conference of 2021 has been pushed by one of the speakers, Ray Higdon, although I am sure he is not an anomaly. For 35 buckaroos, you too can attend this event where it is alleged you will receive the best training anywhere available. Other names you may know who will be speaking include Fraser Brooks, Tim Sales, and Jesse Lee Ward. Plus, there are a couple who at one time were associated with OneCoin, including Igor E. Alvarez and Sherry Tree. The content is being delivered in a generic format, and no companies or products will be mentioned. And you just know that anyone who is shilling MLM and going to speak there will encourage their entire downline to attend, which makes me wonder. How is this money being split? Are these speakers being paid? Did they pay to be speakers? I mean, what's going on there? If you know, let me know. A red flag for you should be the Vima connection. I can totally get why Ted never mentions the name of this company. Another red flag should be how few people in MLM overall make a livable wage, which is highlighted by how few people in the industry are on this paid list. A third red flag is the distributor recommendation. It's not like this is an unbiased list. People pay to be featured so they can get leads. A fourth red flag is that the information is supplied by the distributors and the companies. A fifth red flag is the total lack of transparency, how it kind of whitewashes the industry to make it appear that it's something that it's not. I wonder what would be revealed if the Keep and Vandernat model was applied to each company Ted lists on Business for Home? 
what do you think we'd see? What are your thoughts about Ted's business for home? Are sirens going off in your head? Do you see how someone who doesn't know much about this industry could be led to think, gee, look at all these people making money. So yeah, I can do this thing. And remember, you're beautiful and I love you. Thank you.